0: click on the big red Tell Me More button and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash speaking of partnership. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Get yours today. I am so excited to bring you today's feature guest all the way from Ireland, Sheila Walsh. Sheila, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ken. Now, for those of you who may not be familiar with Sheila's work, she is a qualified HDIP coaching psychologist and an experienced transformational coach specializing in authenticity and personal development. Sheila assists you in breaking free of limiting beliefs and habits, while at the same time helping you get clear about who you are and what you want from life, from business, and relationships. She does this through focusing on developing authentic confidence, mental fitness, personal resilience, emotional intelligence, healthy relationships, improved communication skills, and self-awareness. Using a combination of positive psychology, cognitive behavioral coaching and solution-focused coaching in a very person-centered approach, Sheila addresses areas like stress, clarity, happiness, relationships, uh, life direction, anxiety management, interpersonal skills, conflict resolution, and authentic success. Sheila, do me a favor, take a minute, fill in any blanks there may be in the intro, and, and just give us a little glimpse into your personal life if you would.
1: Brilliant. I, I was listening, thinking, wow, that's a, that's a lot of stuff written there. <laughs> that's, that's a, a lot of quotes. I guess um, if I was to sum it up all together, the one thing I've learned working with people in life or business or relationships is that it always comes back to our relationship with ourselves. And when that's intact and that's working, I guess our relationships with our business, with our careers, with our life, and with other people um, works and it flows more. So. When I hear all those topics being listed out, the reason that all those things are impacted is because when we work with the root piece, which is our relationship with ourselves, and um, everything we're involved in, all the areas of our lives are actually addressed and impacted through working with the root cause. Um, so it sounds like a lot, but actually once you're just working with the person and their relationship to themselves, all those things are just the benefits that follow.
0: Excellent. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it can sound like a mouthful, but Like you said, it's kind of like, you know, it all fits together. So when you work on one piece, it affects the other ones. Mm. Well, let me ask you a question, Sheila. One of the things that I found regarding partnership that can be very, very helpful is to have kind of, I call it a guiding principle, but it it could be a quote, it could be a mantra. It's something that that you use as a touchstone to keep you on track. So when you kind of get off in the weeds, you can pull yourself back by referencing this. And I'm wondering, what do you use as a guiding principle? And, and how would you recommend our listeners apply it in their lives?
1: I suppose the most important thing that I find in partnership is that whatever is happening in relation to other people, um, there's something in it for me to learn from. So I always kind of look towards myself and ask myself, what am I responsible for here? You know, um, And I think that that's that's the most helpful thing I can do, whether I've caused the situation, whether I'm hurt by the situation, whether someone else is hurt. I actually look at myself and I ask myself, how can I take responsibility and improve my part in this situation? And that has actually resolved a lot of conflict for me. um, And it has had a major impact on my ability to trust other people because I can now trust that I'll take responsibility for what I need so I can now trust that other people can't take advantage of me or manipulate me or misuse the trust I give them as long as I'm always taking responsibility for my actions, my intentions, um, my, my feelings.
0: You know, I, I love that point you made, Sheila, about the, it allows you to trust other people because you trust that they can't take advantage of you. Mm. That's so powerful because oftentimes that's one of the concerns, right? That's why we give our power away. So when you can mm-hmm. be in that, that position of strength and and like you said, look at what part are you responsible for because obviously that's the part you can have the most influence on, mm-hmm. it totally changes the dynamic of the partnership.
1: Completely. It, it, it was life-changing for me to discover this.
0: <laughs> yeah, i bet. Well, let me ask you this then, Sheila, because one of the things our listeners love about the show it's the stories that our guests share. And I, I'm so grateful for how generous our guests have been and, and continue to be. And what I'd love to ask you to start with, anyhow, is share with us a story of a time in your life when you, know, you, you kind of tripped up in a partnership. And, and tell us what happened. What were, what were you doing? What did you trip on? Or, you know, what, what did you stumble over? And then tell us more about, you know, what did you learn from that experience that helped you move forward?
1: Mm. So, when I'm thinking about this question, I was thinking, would I would I use a shallow, um, like a simple I did this, this is what happened, or would I share something that was actually meaningful? And I guess that that in itself shows the vulnerability that goes into sharing these parts of our stories. Um, it's easy to talk about theories. It's, it's much harder to, to share from a kind of authentic place. But I suppose I decided that the story that I think means the most to me is I spent um, 10 years relating to a person and I didn't realize the amount of responsibility I was giving the other person for my own happiness. So when we did become a partnership and we, we did kind of cement our relationship. um, I didn't at the time, I thought that he had to be different and he had to cop on. And I, I was really looking at how he wasn't doing what was right and how he could improve and really my focus was all on if he was just different i'd be okay and i realized that i had spent a lifetime before even engaging with him waiting for someone else to come along and improve my life and then when they when somebody did come along giving them all the responsibility for my happiness and during that that journey we we killed a friendship first of all but we also deeply wounded each other and both came away Um, with all our our struggles are not good enough, our what-ifs and all these things expanded and very little growth or personal responsibility in it. Um, And I was heartbroken in a way I hadn't been before because, not because of the love for the person, but because of the responsibility I gave them for my happiness. The more I gave it to somebody else, the less I was happy and the more I spent my time trying to change that person. And get them to mold into the safest version of a person I could create. Um, and I suppose when I think about that, the the piece that's sad about that is I wasn't the only one doing it. I, I've actually observed lots of people doing it. And until I felt the pain of it, I didn't actually know it was a problem. So I'm not sure how, how many people are familiar with kind of with Ireland and maybe some of the ways we relate in Ireland, but. One of the things we we seem to do, um, and I think it's across the world, but in Ireland is, you know, when we get into relationships, we're looking to be fulfilled by the other person. And we give them everything to fulfill us, like we give them all the responsibility, not at first, we start with little things. But by the time you're five years into something, you, your partner has a lot of responsibility for your happiness and their choices have a direct impact on, on your happiness. And for me, that that was the most draining experience that I'd had. And that was I had all the theory of how to have a relationship and I could preach all the things that needed to be preached. But I actually didn't know how to live um, with somebody and honor them for the way that they were without giving them the responsibility for my happiness. So I suppose my biggest trip up had been doing that and I'd done it many times before, but not on the scale that I did it this time. Um, There wasn't so much invested in it, so much time, um, images of the future invested in it. So from then, I really came to the understanding that my happiness and my fulfillment can't be done through a relationship. I can I can have that and be in relationship, but it's really not my partner's purpose um, in our relationship to fulfill me. And it's it's kind of it's sad to think that I thought it was it's also a little bit um vulnerable to think for me to verbalize that there was a time where I thought somebody else their purpose in a relationship with me was to fulfill me um but now I'm, I'm glad that it happened because I could have continued that pattern for the rest of my life willing other people to be different for me to find what I needed um so I guess that was the biggest thing that I did that didn't work and it's also the biggest thing that has given me the most freedom because again I can trust people now in a way that I couldn't before because I don't need them to be different for me to be okay and I suppose I'm not out there looking for this soulmate to complete me anymore I'm just enjoying the people or a person as they are without these expectations and requirements of them Um, especially for people who can't deliver those requirements it's different if a person can I learned that just because you love someone and just because you you respect someone doesn't mean that you're good for each other um and I think that was kind of one of my biggest lessons that I've had in partnership
0: yeah that's that's an incredible lesson to learn and thank you for being so so open and vulnerable about that because you reminded me there's a a a guest I had on the show a while back named Dr. Tammy Balachewski and and she said something that really struck home regarding this exact topic and her comment was you know when we think that something outside of us is going to heal something inside of us Mm -hmm. that's the real fairy tale Yeah, that's the deception we're operating from and and you said you know this is something that happens there in Ireland but it it certainly happens here in the States and I'm sure all over the world where we're looking for that outside you know savior and Mm. like you said give them all this responsibility for our own happiness when that's not how it works i mean they can support your happiness but they can't be your happiness
1: exactly exactly
0: yeah sheila that was definitely a very strong point for us all to remember and and owning that responsibility for our own happiness and what I'd like to ask you to do is, is share with us another story. And, and this is, it's similar, but it's different. It's kind of a nuanced difference. And what I, what I'm loving to, to explore with you is what's a time when you had, I call it a duh moment where all of a sudden the light bulb goes on and we're like, are you kidding me? How have I been doing this for so long? And that wake up moment, if you will, tell us about the, the building block that it actually created for your future partnerships.
1: I think it was, it was one day actually, and I remember it was kind of in the evening and I'd had a day of arguing with this person actually, and we just seemed to not be able to kind of meet on the same ground. And he turned around and he just said really clearly, like, who do you want me to be? And I realised, oh no, that's, something's wrong that he has to ask that question and my behavior is telling him that everything he is, isn't okay. Um, and for me, that was really kind of, it was really kind of pu- pu- intense moment because he was handing me back. I was basically complaining about everything he was, and he was handing that directly back to me. Um, and for me, that really woke up that although I had these theories, I wasn't, I wasn't living in the way I wasn't, my behavior wasn't in alignment with the theories, um, and that, that just really hit. I find my, my kind of der moments always come when somebody says something to me really directly rather than someone saying something really loving. It's actually usually when someone's very direct. I, I really get it then. It kind of hits it hits home. Um, so I remember that that was kind of a core piece for me changing, would we'll say, from my relationship pattern then to my relationship patterns now, was just realizing that I, I'm asking people to be different for me to feel safe. And that that's really not okay. Um, and that that's not respectful for me or for them. And I'm trying to change them rather than be brave and look for somebody who maybe does match me more authentically. Um, so yeah, that that was kind of that moment for me.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. And, you know, I, I totally resonate with what you were saying about, you know, when somebody's really direct, it, that's when it hits home. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when we're in partnership, we're... We kind of soft sell it to our partner instead of just telling them straight up, "Here's what's going on," or "What do you want me to be?" They'll they'll hear it then, and then we wonder why they don't when we kind of dance around it and we kind of sugarcoat it. But I think for me, anyhow, being in partnership, that's part of being in partnership is not being afraid to challenge them.
1: Mm, I think so, and, and challenge yourself with it yeah. to be brave enough to ask the question that you're scared of hearing the answer to. Exactly, or to ask for the feedback about yourself that you don't, you wouldn't ask anyone else to give you. Um, I think that's the purpose of partnership. I think it's it's that deeper connection. Yes. Where we can share the rocky stuff.
0: Yeah, it's funny because again, it just reminded me of a prior interview when we were talking about you know. If you just ask the questions you're afraid to ask, that's the ones that matter. Mm. And. You always know the ones you're afraid to ask. It's not gray area about, hmm, am I kind of afraid to ask it? No, these are the ones that have you really, like, your hands are sweating and you really don't want to ask this question. Completely. That's the one you have to ask. Cards. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be uncomfortable for, you know, maybe a few minutes, but the long-term benefit is off the charts. Mm. So it's, it's really great that you share that because it's like, boom, when it just got said, what needed to be said, the elephant in the room, if you will, then we could address it. Then I could really, there's no way to run from it or kind of hear it differently. It's very clear. Clearly, I'm asking you to be somebody you're not. Exactly. And that's not fair to anyone. No. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Thank you, Sheila. Well, I want. I'd love to shift gears a little bit now. We've talked about some kind of missteps and stumbling around in relationships and partnership. And what I'd love to know now is, would you share a story with us of a time when, I call it a proud moment in partnership, and sometimes it's family, sometimes it's romantic, sometimes it's career, but the way I recognize these, and maybe this is how it does for you too, is when you think of this this moment in partnership, you can't help it, but you just start to smile. What's one of those for you?
1: I think is. It is when I first came in contact with a cousin who I'd known when I was younger, but hadn't as an adult. And we were sitting down and we were actually in Atlanta. That's where they live. And myself and Joanne were were discussing just just things, just life. And we both both shared the same struggle. So we, we live on opposite sides of the world. We do come from the same kind of larger family dynamic, but we were sharing the same struggle but we were also sharing the same kind of growth at the same time. And I remember sitting there and and saying to her, now I know how I'm going to build relationships because I'm going to model them off our relationship. So I had inevitably, and so had she created a connection in such an honest way where we shared really not pretty stuff about ourselves. And I'd shared it, we'd we'd shared it so honestly and we were so vulnerable and so kind of brave in that moment that i realized that if i could do it with her i would have the capacity to to develop it further with other people as well and we both kind of laughed because she was thinking the same thing if i can model my relationships off this relationship then i'm going to have much better relationships than in the past and i suppose in that moment i realized how much choice i had over the types of partnerships i wanted and how I didn't have to just continue the old patterns of behavior, and that I also had the capacity to build them because I had built and started to build them with her. Um, And she was technically a stranger at that point to me because we hadn't seen each other in maybe 10 years, um, and lots had happened in that 10 years. So I was sitting with a stranger who I felt the connection with and was extremely honest with, and we'd had similar experiences. And I just knew in that moment that I could have these kind of connections and partnerships and since then I, I have, I've I've developed quite a few. So it was really a pivotal moment for me in terms of not having to continue the past, but having the the capacity and the ability to build a new kind of agenda for partnerships or a new kind of dynamic for partnerships that I hadn't had before. So that was really beautiful. And for her to have the same awareness. It was this it was a really kind of magical moment, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's that's very cool. And I, I love how you you said it, it told you that you could model future relationships off of this one. Mm. Because I, I, I think it's something that sometimes we forget when we're looking for a certain type of partnership or relationship. And and we're like, oh, how would I ever create that? Well, there's some partnership in your life that, that is what you love. It's like, wow, if I could have more of these. And when you can go back, go, I already know how to do this. Mm. I just need to leverage what I did there and go. Okay, so yeah, was I uncomfortable at first saying some of these things? Sure, that's going to be the same. But look at the payoff, and I see what the payoff is when I do that, because oftentimes, like you said about you know, saying things to her that and she was essentially a, a stranger to you, but but things that were very vulnerable and, and dangerous as far as like wow, this could really go sideways, but it didn't. And then the fact that she had the same you know, experience and was like, wow, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on the same page. A lot of times I think we think it's going to be the opposite, that if I own what I need and I'm really clear and I'm really vulnerable that they're going to go away as opposed to they could also go, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what I need, too. This is a perfect thing. And we actually enhance each other by being this way with each other as opposed to going, that's weird and I don't know what to do with you.
1: Yeah, which is what we're all scared of. We're terrified if we're ourselves. Mm-hmm. It won't be enough or someone might reject us. So when you are yourself and somebody accepts you, the power of that is amazing.
0: Yes. Yeah. And and sometimes it you have to really, like, I know I've had this where I couldn't even comprehend that they were still okay with me.
1: <laughs> I hear
0: you. I'm <laughs> like, really? You're like... How can you be that accepting because that was weird or that was rude or that was whatever, and they're just like, "Well, why can't I? I'm like, I don't know. in my head, I thought there was a limit.
1: Yeah, it's true, we do though we're we're, we're kind of taught there's a limit, but only on ourselves because mm-hmm. yet we accept things from other people that that we'd never let ourselves go yeah. to that point of, so
0: yeah, that's really a that's good true. point. Well, Sheila, we, we've actually arrived at a part of the show I call Bring It All Home. And this is where we, we step away from the stories. And I ask you to provide some simple, concrete guidance for our listeners so they can take these little bullet points and, and apply them directly in their partnerships right now. And, and the, the first place I'd like to start is, I'm curious, what what would you say is the best partnership or relationship advice that you have ever received from someone?
1: It's all about you. <laughs> Whenever I've gone and I've complained and ranted and been upset, um, I'm lucky. I, I, I have really good people in my life who are very direct to me. And the best piece I've ever been given that I use again and again is it's all about you. If it's my emotions, it's about me. If I think it, it's about me. And it stops me getting distracted by other people and what they're doing and what they mean and what they think. And it keeps me connected to what's motivating me and what kind of meaning am I attaching to other people's behaviors. Um, and so I think I, I was told that maybe when I was 17 in India or 18 in India. And that's kind of been one of the strongest pieces of, pieces of advice I've had to date. And it's simple.
0: Yeah, it's simple but incredibly powerful. That's wonderful. Well, let me ask you this then. What, what would you say is... Maybe it's a book or a resource of some kind that you would recommend to our listeners regarding partnership and why that particular one?
1: I guess I would recommend, um, I love um, Melody Beattie's books, um, Codependency No More, um, How to Stop Controlling Others and Accept Yourself, I think is what it's called. Um, I, I think that one of our biggest problems is we don't know our boundaries in relationships and where love is concerned, we misinterpret it for unhealthy boundaries or enabling or codependency. So for me, whenever anyone's struggling with relationships, I find that that book, even if it's not related to addiction or even if someone's not codependent, it brings insights and understanding that you don't necessarily um, get in an everyday conversation because it challenges you to look at your investment in your behaviours and the choices of others. So I suppose I'd recommend that book, even though it's not directly about partnerships, It is about the bad habits that can occur.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a tremendous resource. I'm not familiar with it, but I certainly will become that because I I love that you were talking about it. It it impacts your boundaries because I know I've witnessed this is that's one of our biggest challenges is Mm. how do we set our boundaries and not give them up as soon as somebody looks funny at us. And, you know, it's I think part of it is a misconception. A lot of times it's the perception is that a boundary is like a wall or a barrier and it's going to keep people away when in my viewpoint anyhow it, it's it's really just it's a it's ownership mm. it, it's saying exactly. you know i i need this this is important to me and and that's that's what's required here not oh well because i need this you can't be here mm. so it's, it's yeah we tend to think it's a it's a negative that a boundary is going to push people away when really it's it's letting them in but in a way that supports us.
1: Yeah, and I think a boundary is different to a wall. When I work with clients, um, a wall is you're not getting in, a boundary is you must respect me to be close to me. Yes. Um, And I think there's a distinct difference in the two. Mm -hmm. Um, And what some people call boundaries are walls, and what some people call walls or feel are walls are actually just healthy boundaries. Um, But that does come down to understanding your relationship with yourself and what is and isn't acceptable.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Excellent point. Well, Sheila, I would I would love to have us leave our listeners with if you would share what I call a, an example of a payoff of partnership. And what I mean by that is what's a specific example of something that you were able to do or create or experience that would not have happened if you hadn't been in partnership? It couldn't have happened on your own.
1: Okay. Well, I guess I I have a belief that If you really want to experience yourself and you really want to understand yourself, then you have to look at yourself within partnerships with others. So, you know, if you're avoiding partnerships, you're not relating to somebody, then you're just kind of left with your opinion, your feelings, your thoughts and your kind of rules. But when you are in partnership with somebody, whether it's friendships, family, relationships, intimacy, you have to review yourself in relation to them. So, you have, you have something to compare, you have something to look at, you have other people's point of views, other people's opinions, other people's feelings. And they can highlight where you are within yourself even clearer than if you were on your own and not being challenged. And I think I believe that all relationships or partnerships are, ch- are challenging because we have this constant toing and froing. So, without that opportunity to to and fro, we're just left kind of stagnant with our own beliefs, our own feelings, our own experience, without having any anything to see it in relation to. Um, so I think that the biggest gift of partnership and the biggest challenge is you see yourself clearer. Um, and I think at the end of the day, that that's kind of the journey, even when we are in relationships, is who am I within the relationship? And I think that's harder, but also more rewarding. Than saying who am I and just listening to your own answers.
0: Yeah, that I I love that because you, I couldn't agree more. You you you're going to see yourself clearer. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Those reflections are there, and it's not a, it's not an option. They happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's brilliant. Let me ask you, Sheila, because I have no doubt that our listeners are sitting there going, "Wow, there's so much richness here. She's got so much to share." Could you let our listeners know, how do they contact you? How do they learn more about your work?
1: Brilliant. Um, Well, I have a website, which is www.sheelawalsh, and it's s-i-l-e-w-a-l-s-h.com. And you can email me at info at sheelawalsh.com. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all with the Irish spelling, s-i-l-e. And I also have a book on self-care on Amazon. So if you put my name in as well, you can journey some of the the work that I do around self-care and your relationship with yourself.
0: Excellent. Excellent. And for those of you listening, if you didn't catch the spelling or any of the links, don't worry. They will be on the show page for Sheila's interview. So you'll just go to speakingandpartnership.com. Type in her name, and you'll go directly to the show page with all the links there, so it'll be super easy for you to connect with her. Well, Sheila, thank you for being so candid, so open, and sharing your stories of your personal journey. It's, it's hugely important, and I know it makes a huge difference to our audience. Thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: Thank you for inviting me. I, I feel very privileged to be invited.
0: Oh, it's, it's been a treat. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web.